This is an honor for me, man. I got, I got my two guys, man. My my my, my guy hits in the streets. What's going on? You know man? what I'm saying, my guy E. Smitty. Yes, sir. He's joining me for this uh, special edition of uh, the L Brick Road, man. What the L stands for? Not only losses, but lessons that uh, that I've gotten in the process, man. And I'm and I'm still on my, I'm still on a part of the journey that's leading me up to that feeling. <clears throat> so I'm doing a lot of trips to the past, explaining some things because I think it's very important. That uh, people don't just tell you, yo, I'm doing it, like I'm killing it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's important to know, man, the actual time um, going to these things, and that you don't, you know, most of most of your best decisions you, you kind of stumble into. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because the most obvious one is the one everybody do, which is the one that has that bottleneck effect that never works. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You wind up doing your own organic shit because the shit everybody doing. Don't work, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> definitely shout out to, to my man Hits because he ain't never in the. He always behind the camera, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, but I can just, yeah, so, so, experience this, them L's myself. So. Yeah, yeah, man. So make sure that uh that y'all it's gonna be on the screen, but make sure you following um at that feeling podcast at that feeling um at mrk underscore sx at e dot smitty one at hits in the streets with a z right yeah. <clears throat> hits in the streets but it, like i said it's gonna all be on the screen man yes, mm -hmm. i wanted to start this one out by telling a couple of stories right i'm not sure if you if you know these stories i know i know we we, we be working out so yeah so i'll be i'll be saying <laughs> yeah. you work out with somebody <laughs> yeah when you when you when you're working out with somebody you always talking you always mm -hmm. telling stories and and, mm -hmm. and, and, and and shit like that man exactly. so i'm gonna tell you about the time uh uh so the the title of this one is you can do everything right and the shit still not work, right? Mm, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yep. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories to illustrate my point and the L's I took from them and what I learned from them. So <clears throat> when I came here from Japan, uh, uh, well, while I was in Japan, I met a cat named Chris Lennon. Shout out to Chris Lennon, um, a half Japanese cat um, who was doing his thing in the music business that I wound up befriending. And he put me on to a lot of the underground artists. A lot. Of, I, I don't bring up Chris enough. A lot of people concentrate on my work with Zebra, who was the bigger artist. But it was Chris Lennon who, like, grabbed me by the hand and introduced me to a lot of the underground artists in Japan that I did not know. You know what I'm saying? And uh, introduced my music to them and translated for me, which was the bigger deal, right? Like, because I didn't speak the language. You know what I mean? So he translated for me because he spoke. Uh, perfect English and perfect Japanese <clears throat> And it's weird It's weird that I should bring him up Because The Chris Lennons of the world Don't get enough credit um, Like I could tell you About my time in Japan <clears throat> All I want But it would not have Been done It wouldn't have not been possible Without somebody being willing uh, Somebody that liked me Somebody that thought I was talented That was willing to make phone calls for me That was willing to tell me How to take the train someplace I've never been You know what I'm saying Like you could just say you, I was doing my thing in Japan. You know what does that mean You know what yeah. I'm saying yeah. You know it it, it it take cats like him <clears throat> To take you into rooms You would you you Not not only that you wouldn't have been able to get into But you didn't even know to go into yeah. You know to say Nah that's the room you need to go into Right yeah. there You know what yeah. I'm saying yeah, and, and then when you get in that room Tell you that's the person you should meet mm. Oh damn And wow. then walk you up to him And tell you He can't really speak English Or he can speak You know what I'm saying So mm. shout out to Chris Lennon man And, and, and all of the, the unsung heroes man Of a lot of these success stories right. That we never really hear about But anyway so uh, So Chris also uh, is a model Alright um, He models clothes and so what happened was seriously long story short uh chris wound up uh on a on a plane 
with one of Akon's wives. I won't go into that. I said what I said. He wound up on a plane <laughs> with one of Akon's wives, and uh, she found out through sitting next to him that he he was a model. Well, unbeknownst to him or anybody else, they were starting a, a clothing line. Um, I forget what it was called, but it was a Akon. No, no, nah, nah, that's Ti. Yes, they were starting comic yeah. clothing. That's okay. how long ago that was. They yeah. were starting comic clothing. Akon was huge. He was like right off his first album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was the shit. Yeah, you dig so. So Chris, like this is some shit out of a fairy tale. <laughs> so Chris is on the plane with this lady. Um, they rapping back and forth or whatever. Um, she she's like, um, will send your whatever you send if you a model. To this email Yeah So he says it So he says it He's back in Japan For one day He was leaving the states Going back to Japan He's in Japan For one day He gets an email Saying Hey we want to use you For this shoot Right So literally The dude gets back On the plane In Japan And flies back to Atlanta Right He got he got back so fast That um, Because where Where Akon Where Convict Music is And everything Is in Buckhead So uh <clears throat> He got back so fast that they didn't have any place to put him. They didn't. They couldn't find a hotel. Like he got back. He got back so fast, and so uh, <clears throat> he stayed at the actual owner of Convict Music House, which is a, is a guy named uh, uh, Baba. I think his name. I can't, I can't. Can't believe I can't remember this dude's name. Anyway, it's, it's he's an African dude. Um, anyway, so so he's staying at this cat's house. Um, and uh, he calls me, Mark, I'm back in Atlanta. Oh, damn, why? You know what I'm saying? So he tell me what's going on. And he's like, uh, I played him some of your music. I told him about you and he was excited and he wants to meet you. Wow. Nigga, I've been in Atlanta like less than a year. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, right. so, so Chris is like, all right, I'm going to call you tomorrow. So the next day comes, Chris is like, yo, come on down. Okay, cool. So I go down to the office, listen to me, man. I ain't never seen no shit like this. <laughs> I get <laughs> I get to the building, there's a waiting area for you to be called to the waiting area. Right? So you get to the so, <laughs> so you get to the waiting area, they call the other waiting area, that waiting area calls where you really wanna go. When you really want to go Tells that waiting area You cool And then they call The initial waiting area And then they say You cool to come up To the waiting area So then you go up To the waiting area Right That's the second waiting area Right So So uh, So then we get up To the second So the second waiting area It's probably I don't know Maybe 10, 12 floors up In this huge ass building um, Really nice You know what I'm saying Senegal cat at the, at the desk We talking Blah 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 He like Okay um, Are you guys ready Such and such We'll see you now I was like Alright cool I'm not bullshit I say cool. So we come in. They take me to another waiting area, right? <laughs> they take take me to another waiting area uh, where it's a room and some computers. If you want to use the computers, and just some, a TV. If you want to yeah. watch TV and some shit. Yeah. So then you chilling there for a little while, and then somebody else comes and they like, I right, <clears throat> such and such is see you now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so cool. So they took me in this room, bro. I swear, bro. Like this room was fucking huge, and it was it was like. You know, like the size of a big master bedroom, Damn. but it was an office. It was somebody's regular office. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and uh, it was my man. He was sitting all the way in the back in this big old oak wood behind this big oak wood desk. And Chris, my partner, was in a in a chair in the corner of the room on the other side. It was the weirdest looking shit, right? <laughs> so 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my man was like, <clears throat> so my man was like, um, come on up. So I went up, and then he had somebody bring a chair in. He had no chairs in front of his desk. If he needed a chair, he called for one. Somebody brought the chair, and I sat down. And my man was like, look, I ain't got a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like, yo, I ain't got a lot of time. He pulled out an Akon CD, right? Like, whatever whatever CD was out at the time, he busted the packaging off of it. And as he's talking to me, he pulls out the insert, and he, and he opens it up, right? <clears throat> and he says something very close to this. You see this name right here? I was like, yeah. He said, keep reading. He said, that name on every song, right? I said, yeah. He said, that's Akon's real producer. He said, it's this white guy that I signed out in the UK. He's the one that really writes and produces all Akon's music. Um, I just got him a publishing deal for $80 million. This is what I do. I don't bullshit. Um, you know, if you got some good shit, I'm gonna take care of you. Um, did you bring me some music? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cool. So yeah. I slid him the CD. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna check you out. If you dope, I'm gonna get back with you, and uh, and we'll and we'll get cooking." Chris says you're good. I like your stuff. Um, so all right, now have a good day. You know, whole thing lasted about five minutes. He said, "B, come get the chair." The dude comes back, gets the chair, <laughs> and we walk the fuck out. I'm back outside in the car, like. Man, I made it You know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. Like it's on It's, it's all the way on You know what I mean You know back then I was in church too I was praising the Lord You know what I'm saying You know all <laughs> You know what I mean Like <laughs> I'm like man it's, it's really on You know what I mean So <laughs> So So my man gave So my man gave me his card Before I left And he said yeah. Call me he said, and I'm not, y'all gonna think I'm making this up. I'm not making this up. Dude <laughs> says, you, dude says, call me tomorrow at 1132. It's like some random shit, right? <laughs> I said, okay, right? So I call the next day at 1132. He picks up the phone. I'm like, hey, he said, yes, yes, I know who it is. Listen, I've been very busy all day. I've not been able to listen to the CD. Call me back tomorrow at 225. Okay, cool. So the next day I call back at 225. Hello, hello. Yes, yes. I've not. I went to the gym. I started listening to the CD. I liked what I was hearing, but I did not get a chance. Call me tomorrow at exactly 1036. Okay, cool. So I call back the next day. Bro, this goes on. This goes on for like six days, right? Like six days And wow. he's telling me No I'm gonna listen to it I like what I hear Blah 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 No problem And then on like that seventh day A woman answers the phone Right <clears throat> So the woman answers the phone I ask for him She's like yeah He's not available right now <clears throat> um, Can I take a message So I give her the message She says okay Now that broke the whole Call back at this time thing When she said I'll take a message Yeah yeah you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then after a couple of days I was like nah fuck it Let me call back She answers the phone again He mm -hmm. hired an assistant Right, he's he's not hired an assistant. I, I ain't got access to him no more. Bullshit, you not, man. I never talked to dude again. <laughs> right, I never talked to him again. Right, wow. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have no idea what I was supposed to do differently in that situation. Wow. No wow. idea whatsoever. Yeah. So so. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so wow. so uh so the L I took, of course, was was getting my hopes built all the way up to the damn ceiling. And not realizing that that's not exactly how the business goes. That's how it go on TV, but that ain't how it go in real life. Right. So, so uh, another time um, that was dope was um, so when I first got to Atlanta, we went around to every studio, right? Like every studio that we could find an address to. The main one, of course, being Stank Only. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So shit, they wouldn't even open the door. 
You know what I'm saying? That stank on you. They be, can I help you? Yeah, I'm looking for whatever name we had at the time. They was like, yeah, yeah. I said, well, I got some music for them. They said, leave it in the box. So I left, so I left the music in the box. <laughs> anyway, man, fast forward a bunch of years. Um, uh, uh, I had another Chris Lennon. This cat, uh, PK, man, Pretty Ken, man. Shout out to Pretty Ken, um, um, who was real influential in my career early. And uh, was actually the link to get me hired by, uh, by, by uh, Warner Brothers, too. But anyway, so Pretty Ken is personal life friends with Big Boy, right? Now, dig this. I had two tracks to Big Boy, right? <clears throat> the one track I had with Big Boy was a guy that literally worked for him, right? Whose daughter and my son was good friends and his wife and my wife at the time were good friends, you know what I mean? Who had, who, who, who went to school for the shit like I did. Like we had a lot of parallels, right? Mm -hmm. And so, he ain't really want to look out for me. Like it was the weirdest thing when when I, I I like the first time I met Big Boy was on some random shit at at the little at his daughter's birthday party because Big Boy's the Godfather. He's at the party. Dude introduces me to Big Boy as his friend Mark that does music and a few other things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks away. Right? Wow. So, so, anyways. So, he wouldn't link me. He, he would not. He would just wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I had another partner named PK who, um, who was personal friends with, 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 with Big um, who introduced me to Killer Mike too. Like, like, yeah, PK, what? man. Yeah, PK was really that dude, man. Um, he got a show, new show coming out too. Pretty can uh, show. But anyways, as a matter of fact, you know he he um he was the head of that. You ever heard of the Attic Crew? Yeah, yeah. So Pretty Ken uh, was was the head of the Attic Crew. Um, With the young guys. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. My man, my okay. man that you like is his yeah. blood cousin. Oh, where? Yeah. Shout out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his blood cousin. So, so anyways, anyways, I got off track. I get off track sometimes. Um, so anyways, he arranges it so that I connect with. Big Boy's engineer, right? So I connect with my man, Renegade. Shout out to Renegade. Really good dude. He was like, um, all right, I'm going to set it up. And he did. He set it up for me to come down and play music for Big. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the L here is not what you think it's going to be. Wait till you find out what the L is. I, <laughs> I go in, you know what I'm saying? I, I go in, I sit down. I'm sitting there talking to this cat. I don't know his name. Matter of fact, no, he tells me his name. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there, I'm talking to him, blah, 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 man. We're going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and then finally Big walks in, Renegade, like, yeah, my man here to play beats. Like, all right, cool. So my nigga, I'm in Stank On Your Studios, right? <laughs> Where some of the best hip hop ever was ever created is mm -hmm. standing right next to Big Boy as my music is being played through these speakers so that he can pick some beats. And this nigga is picking beats. You understand what I'm telling you? He's like, all right, next, next. I like that one. Okay, next, next. I like that one. Okay, I like that one. Cool. He's like, yeah, man, shit. Uh, uh, let me get those, man. Let me get the files, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me get to work on those. You know what I mean? This shit is like blowing my fucking mind. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, and so, uh, <laughs> and so it's so cool. And so I peace out Renegade, the dude I was talking to, I peace him out too. Years later, I'm looking at a damn uh documentary on organized noise and come to find out for 45 minutes I was sitting there talking to Rico Wade. Oh wow. Right. <laughs> wow. Right. right. 
right? I'm sitting right there, nigga. We building, you know what I'm saying? You know, he was playing mm. beats too. I was like, yeah, man, that shit dope. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that shit dope. I ain't, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm, just, I'm, I'm concentrating on, like, the nigga told me his name, but like, you think about something else? I'm, yeah, I'm on some other shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm missing a real blessing in the room, right? Ah. Like, like, right? Because the whole time they playing my beats, he over there, he over there, like. He locking that shit. Over. He like, that shit hard. You know what I mean? Talking about my beats. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yo, peace. Like, I ain't thinking, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nigga, that's the blessing in the room right there. Cool. Anyway, so. <laughs> peace. So, yeah, I know, right? Oh, I got a Bro, listen, oh, listen, wow. listen, listen You never told me that, that one Listen, yeah, man that's, that's a new one I ain't heard that one Listen, man Listen, man I heard, listen. I heard the big boy So I ain't, never, I ain't heard that Rico though. Yeah. Listen, man Wow Real shit, bro <laughs> Like Like Oh, boy Listen to me, man Real shit, bro I've <laughs> I've sat Right next to The Alchemist Like, I'm sitting right next to you mm. While somebody else Play their music And he going Who made that beat? And they like me I keep raising my hand Every time I do play like 20 songs, every time one came on that I produced, he was like, who did that? Like me. Like, and and him telling me, yo, man, you got some shit. Like, man, I expect great things from you. You know what I'm saying? And me not knowing what the fuck to say. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways, man, so mm. so I highlight, I highlight all of these different things, and I have a million of these stories, bro. Like, I have a million of them. Um, I highlight these things to say that You can do everything right You can be exactly Where you manifest yourself to be Like you can be sitting there You can be standing there And the thing that you Wanted to happen will not happen Another thing will happen mm. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Yeah and I, and, I, and, I, and I think that the lesson The lesson Of that for me Was this these people that I'm thinking about, I am a stranger to them. They're not strangers to me. I know them. Like they famous. Mm-hmm. I've been rocking their shit for years. But when I get there, even though they are they are extremely welcoming and they're being kind and different things like that, man, I'm bro, I, I spent three nights in a row in the studio with TI waiting to play my beats. The nigga would not. Like, I don't know if it was some kind of haze and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I do not know what it... The first night, the nigga just walked out and never came back. And it was just me and him in the studio. Wow. <laughs> the second night, yeah, it was a room... Me. It was a room... The, the second night, Man. it was a room full of niggas. And at the, end, at the end of that night, he acknowledged my presence. He was like, like, and I, I ain't saying this to say to act like he's an asshole because he wasn't. He yeah, was yeah. a very hospitable dude. Like, I don't want to make the mistake and make it seem like Ti was an asshole because yeah. he wasn't. Yeah. He was just doing his shit. Yeah, see what I'm saying? But at the end of the second night, he was like, "Oh shit!" He was like, "Yo, I'm about to get out of here, but if you want to leave some beats, you can, right?" He said, "You want to leave some beats, or you can come back tomorrow?" I said, "Well, I come back tomorrow." Came back the next day The niggas watched football For hours <laughs> I left and never came back Anyways oh, So man. So <laughs> So Never got to play in one beat But So my point is Is what I'm saying is Is you believe That if put in a certain situation mm-hmm. You would 
Like, like that situation would equal yeah, me becoming exactly yeah. what I yeah. always thought I would become, yeah. bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you will get back into your fucking car trying to figure out what you're doing with your life. Yeah. Like, it is the weirdest thing, bro. <laughs> no, you ain't lying. Because, That's real, because That's real. truly what we're trying to manifest. It's not situations. We're trying to manifest outcomes, bro. Uh-huh. Like, that's what you want. Yeah, you want to manifest yeah. outcome. And what I'm trying to tell you is that it is not possible to manifest outcomes. It is possible to manifest being somewhere you always wanted to be, doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But the outcome is not something, man. It's got to do with timing. And let me tell you who the first person is. So I'm going to close it out. The first person to explain timing to me was Chris Lennon, my man in Japan. Um, when he was trying to link me to cats and he and, and things was kind of going a little weird and uh, I went by focus at the time and used to be like focus he said uh, it's all timing man he said uh, sometimes you can have the best thing in the world and um, and it be timing and 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 uh, this last little story linked in my mind is interesting based on this Chris Lennon when I was getting ready to leave Japan I had one artist that I had not worked with that I wanted to work with bad as hell. His name was Dabo. Um, shout out to Dabo in Japan. He was like the second biggest hip hop artist. I could not get to this dude. You know what I'm saying? He was like notoriously difficult to get to. Chris takes a beat CD from me. This is 2007. He takes a beat CD from me. I don't think nothing of it. In 2010, I get a random email from Dabo's manager asking me about a beat on that CD. And I finally got to work with Dabo years later. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Elbrick Roll, man. man. Hope y'all got something out of that. I say all of these things and I and I and I give these examples in the music business, but I promise, like, I give them to you so hopefully you can adapt them to whatever's going on in your in your in your life, you know what I'm saying? That, that you can learn uh from them too. Anything before we before we go? Man, I learned something new, bro. And I thought I heard all of them. Oh man, I got I got a lot. I got a lot. You own it though. Same thing with me, man. I thought, look, yeah, you own it though. We own it, man. All right, for cool, real. man. We on the right track. For real, for real, for real. Follow all of the links on the page. Take care of each other. Yes, sir. Yeah.